You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Glory to God. Good evening, my brother, my sister. Welcome again to Evening Sacrifice. We're looking at the Beatitudes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Now we want to look at the meek. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Hallelujah. Now the word meekness, um, what does it mean? Uh, Let me read straight from the translation of strong concordance. It says mildness of disposition gentleness of spirit meekness toward god is that disposition of spirit in which we accept his dealings with us as good and therefore without disputing or resisting in the old testament the meek are those wholly relying on god rather than their own strength to defend against injustice thus Meekness towards evil people means knowing God is permitting the injuries they inflict and he's using them to purify his elect and that he will deliver his elect in his time. Gentleness or meekness is the opposite to self-assertiveness and self-interest. It stems from trust in God's goodness and control over the situation. The gentle person is not occupied with self at all. This is a work of the Holy Spirit, not of the human will. Wow, this is, this is deep, praise God. So, a meek man is that man that solely depends on God. And particularly when you face persecution whilst doing the will of God. When you face tribulation whilst doing the will of God. God does not want us to defend ourselves. God does not want us to fight for ourselves god does not want us to avenge ourselves praise god god wants us to leave all vengeance to him leave the day of vindication to him praise god now another understanding of a meek man is the man that submits to the word of god praise god the bible says that with meekness receive the engrafted word of god which is able to save our souls so if i am if i do not have a meek heart a meek heart teaches of a heart that is teachable a heart that is a mind that is teachable a heart that is willing to see the word of god broken down properly and possibly submit to what the word of god is saying when broken down when opened up and drop his views and his opinions that are a contradiction to the word of God. That's a meek man. Hallelujah. That's a meek man. Now, Bible is saying that this meek shall inherit the earth. Um, hallelujah. In one of our subgroups, someone asked a question, this particular question, what does it mean to inherit the earth? And I want to read out um, someone's um, response to this question. Beautiful. The scripture speaks about the meek inheriting the earth. I want to approach this from two sides. First is the definition and attribute of meekness and then the inheritance called earth. 
I define meekness as having rights or power that can be executed to get justice, but choosing rather to be passed over, cheated or trampled on for the sake of righteousness. I want us to pay attention to the reason why righteousness, the sake of righteousness or the sake of the kingdom. Praise God. Now, because meekness doesn't mean being gullible. It doesn't mean being stupid. Okay? It doesn't mean being timid. It just means giving up your right for the sake of righteousness. Allowing yourself to be persecuted because of righteousness sake. Kingdom sake. God sake. Christ sake. Hallelujah. Alright, so a biblical example is that of the person the scripture calls the meekest man on the earth, Moses. In Numbers 12, God rises to his defense and punishes those who spoke against him. Whilst he held his peace, he even interceded for Miriam so that God could show her mercy. Hallelujah. Now, the attributes of a meek man includes patience, waiting on God to vindicate him whilst he holds his peace in the face of persecution. In understanding what the inheritance called earth is. Okay, so now he has defined a meek man. Now, all of these definitions are included in what I already, you know, spoke about. Because you can look at meekness from different perspectives. And God wants us to be complete in all levels of meekness. Praise God. In understanding what the inheritance called earth is, I suggest considering a scripture in the Old Testament. It is possible that Jesus may have referenced Psalm 37. I want to say it's not that it is possible. That's where, where he referenced um, Matthew 5.5 5 from. It's from Psalm 37. And it will be good for us to read the whole um, verse. Verse 7 to 11. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret yourself because of evil, because of those who prosper in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger forsake wrath do not fret it also causes harm for evildoers shall be cut off but those who wait on the lord they shall inherit the earth hallelujah praise god for yet a little while and the wicked shall be no more just a little while okay and the wicked shall be no more indeed you will look carefully for his place it shall be no more but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. This is Psalm 37 from verse 7 to 11. Now, after highlighting the instructions to a meek man in verse 7 to 8, verse 9 to 10 describes an event that must happen where the wicked shall be cut off or be no more. If we consider this carefully, I don't see any period where the wicked are totally wiped out of the earth, except in the day of the Lord, in the day of the final judgment. In other words, this earth cannot be what the meek will inherit. It will have to be the new earth. Praise God. I want to I chip in something here that the meek, the, the righteous shall inherit the earth before the new earth. There will come a time, there will come a time when the kingdom of God in the kingdom age, the kingdom of God shall be given to the saints on the earth. The second coming of the Lord, okay? The second coming of the Lord. When Jesus returns, this present earth that we see it, with the wicked in it, the rulership, the governorship, the authority of this earth will be given to the righteous. When Satan 
would have been displaced from the air. The prince of the power of the air would have been pushed down, cast out of that air. According to Revelation chapter 12, when Michael and his angels fought and defeated the dragon and cast him out of that air. Now, immediately after that event, Jesus is going to return to the earth and we who are alive will be caught up to meet him where? In the air. That is the place of rulership over this, over this earth. At that time, the kingdom would have been given to the people of God by Jesus Christ. I'm teaching more deeply um, on this topic at Open Book. Even in this season, I'm teaching on the things which must be. Praise God. So I invite you to join Open Book for more detailed explanation of what I have summarized here. So the meek shall inherit the earth at that time. For 1,000 years, the saints shall rule the earth. Hallelujah. Whether it's a, a symbolic 1,000 years or um, a chronological um, 1,000 years, that is timed 1,000 years, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, up to 1,000 years on the earth, I don't know, but for what Bible says that for 1,000 years we shall reign with Christ. Praise God. It will be the kingdom of God. It will be the children of God ruling over this earth, ruling over the wicked. We will inherit the earth. We are the ones that will have the say on the earth. Now, it is after this event that the end will come. Praise God. The wicked will be sent to hell. Satan will be sent to the lake of fire. Praise God. And then a new heaven and a new earth will come so we will start our our inheritance of the earth fully fully when jesus comes however there's another thing he communicated that i want to uh, continue to read right and so jesus answered and said assuredly i was i said to you there is no one who has left house or mother or brother or father or sisters or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions in, and in the age to come eternal life this is a beautiful response to um matthew chapter 5 verse 5 um, there is a heritage of jacob the title deed of the earth that god abraham inherited and abraham passed it on to isaac and Isaac passed it on to Jacob, and Jacob became Israel, had the 12 sons of Israel, and it entered into that generation, that nation called Israel. The title deed of the earth belongs to that genealogy. However, when we become Christians, the Bible says that if you are Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Hallelujah. Remember when Satan came to tempt Jesus? He knew that Jesus was coming for the kingdom. He knew. But he wanted him to go through the route of the first Adam. And Jesus refused. He said, all the kingdoms of this world has been given to me. And I can give it to anyone that I please. Hallelujah. But there was another pathway. Jesus died on the cross. Not just for the Jews, but for the Gentiles. For the whole world. And through Jesus Christ, you and I have been engrafted into the Abrahamic covenant. You and I have become partakers of the heritage of Jacob. That's which Jacob inherited. Hallelujah. Praise God. So yes, there is a recompense that God will give to us on the earth. The earth answers to God, I tell you. 
praise God, the earth should answer to you. If you walk in righteousness, walk in alignment with the will and the program of God for you, all the things which the Gentiles seek shall be added unto you. The way we go by these things are by a different set of rules. And that's what a child of God should spend his time learning, not because of what he would get, but because of the life we have been called to live. There is a reward in that life. It's right here in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 29 to 30. And I want to add quickly that this earth, a preacher once said, everything you see on the earth is yours. You can take it. But not everything you see on the earth is, is expedient to have. Okay, the scripture says all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. Now, this is where the training into sonship and the training by the Holy Spirit is very critical and very important so that we are not swallowed up by that spirit of covetousness. Hallelujah. The meek shall inherit the earth. This earth, the world to come, the new heaven, the new earth, hallelujah, the kingdom age, it belongs to the meek, the man who fears God, the man who loves God, the man that holds the authority of the kingdom of God in his hands. God bless you. Hallelujah. The message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kevadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kevadula.org. God bless you.